0: Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You're listening to Women Who Fear the Lord. I'm your host, Isabel LeBron. Welcome to this new edition of Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, Women Who Fear the Lord. Hi, my name is Isabel LeBron, married to Miguel for 23 years, mother of four adult children, and soon-to-be grandmother. I really am an ordinary person whose life has been saved by the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm grateful for the opportunity to share with you what the Word of God says about various topics that women may deal with, and how the renewing of our mind through the Word of God will transform us and help us discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Since this part of the podcast is called Women Who Fear the Lord— we thought it was a good idea to define the term fear of the Lord. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 31.30, which says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. What is this fear? Well, there are different types of fear. There is a worldly fear that makes us anxious and have feelings of dread or of punishment, a fear that produces no hope. We live in a day where women fear multiple things, such as getting older, being alone, the fear of not being a good wife or mother, a fear of failing health, and a fear of dying. But what does it mean to fear the Lord? Scripture teaches us what this fear is and how it could benefit us to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Luther said it best. He used an analogy of a child who had tremendous respect and love for his father and who dearly wanted to please him, he has a fear of offending the one he loves, not because he's afraid of punishment, but rather because he's afraid of displeasing the one who is in that child's world, the source of security and love. The word fear in the Bible is defined as reference. It is a respect or honor to the one who made you. Think for a moment. If you were to meet any one of our presidents, you would have a sense of fear because who he is, and the power he holds. How much more should we fear the one who has made the heavens and the earth? Scripture tells us in Proverbs 1-7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Bulls despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the foundation for all spiritual knowledge. There is no godly wisdom without fearing the Lord first. We knew that any biblical knowledge we could give you had to first start with the fear of the Lord. Without it, we're only giving you worldly suggestions, which don't last. As I said earlier, the fear of the Lord is a posture and a reverence for the Lord, and our response is being in awe of the Lord. The term awe refers to an emotion combining honor, fear, and respect to the Lord. This should be our response when we speak of fearing the Lord. Ladies, I would say we have misplaced or have a wrong understanding of fear. We fear the wrong objects or circumstances. We should be fearing the one who can kill not just the body, but also the soul. When we look to the saints of the past, we see they had a reverence for the Lord. They never casually approached the Lord. There was always a posture of reverence and awe. When the Apostle Paul was saved in Acts chapter 9, he fell to the ground. When Isaiah encountered the Lord in Isaiah 6, he said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. These are just two examples. There are many more in scripture that shows us how and why they responded to the Lord in fear. Remember, if you're in Christ, all that you are fearing will soon pass away. And there's nothing to fear but God. However, if you're not in Christ, the fear you have is one of dread and punishment that will be eternal. For those in Christ, I encourage you to dig deeper in the scripture to know more about our God, who's so majestic, so wonderful, so powerful, that our only response should be fear and awe. If you're not a believer, we plead with you to repent and believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, a broken and contrite heart, he will not turn away. I pray that this short time was a blessing to you and that it helped you understand a biblical definition of the fear of the Lord. I leave you with a quote from Charles Spurgeon. He said, the fear of God is the death of every other fear. Like a mighty lion, it chases all other fears before it. Thank you for joining us here on Women Who Fear the Lord. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Please comment below or send us a message. Until next time.